0: Hey, docs! Welcome to the EntreMD Podcast, where it's all about helping amazing physicians just like you embrace entrepreneurship, so you can have the freedom to live life and practice medicine on your terms. I'm your host, Dr. Umna. Well, hello, hello, my friend! Welcome back to another episode of the EntreMD Podcast, and I just want to say that I am so grateful that you keep coming back to listen. And I wanna say thank you for sharing and thank you for giving me feedback, letting me know what episodes really uh, meant a lot to you, made a difference in your business and for the questions you asked because those go on to become episodes, right? And today I, we're gonna have a conversation that is probably going to really change the trajectory of your business. And it's around what stops us from building dream teams. In the beginning, many of us start as solopreneurs, so we start, you know, it's it's me, a VA, or me, a front desk person, MA, and that's kind of the extent of the team. But the thing about building a team is, a team is what really amplifies and sets the stage actually for you to be able to live life and practice medicine on your terms where you can have an impact and it's not directly related to you being there and doing everything you're still going to do things but then you grow in the things that you do you're you're freed up by your team to keep doing higher and higher capacity things that bring bigger and bigger results and bring more and more revenue like you know but a team is required it is one of the hardest parts of building a business. Now, when I say hardest, let me make it very clear that this is very doable. Okay. But if you, if you think about it, and you're like, oh, it's hard. I don't want to do that. I want to invite you to get out of resistance. Yes, it is hard, but the return on investment, the ROI on it is ridiculous, like ridiculously amazing. I remember when I first started my, you know, sorry, my first business, which was my private practice, I really didn't know a lot about entrepreneurship at all. And so I would literally Google, what is the job description of a CEO? Like what am I supposed to be doing as the CEO? And uh, it's it's so interesting that I read an article and it said that the job of a CEO is to hire and fire. And you know, I was naive. And so I was like, of course not. There, that, there is no way that is the job of the CEO. Like the, G, the CEO has to, you know, strategize for the marketing initiatives. It has to understand the profit and loss statements. It has to do financial, you know, pr- forecasting and all of these things. But again, I was, I was naive. And as I went along my journey as an entrepreneur, I remember f- a few years in, I came in, I came to the conclusion like, yeah, he was absolutely Right the job of a CEO is to hire a fire. (laughs) I'm like, of course, the other things you do. But it's like, that's the most important piece, building a team, because a team is what will amplify what you do. A team is, there's no freedom without it. You can really leave burnout in one situation, really burn out as an entrepreneur. Like the bigger your business gets, the worse you feel about it. And you're like, I just want to throw this whole thing away because you can't do it without a team. Like you really can't. And- now, we know that. I know that. Many people know, you're listening, you probably know, like, I need another team member, you know, and and things like that, or a different kind of team member. And so there's something, though, that gets in the way. And I want to talk about it. And, you know, when I think about it, I know it's the number one thing that gets in the way, the thing that stops you from building a dream team. And, it's this it's it's, a, it's what people consider a soft thing but it affects everything and it's it's just this thing of you don't you don't think you can you don't think you can build a dream team like it's bigger companies maybe who do things like that it's people who are trained in business who do things like that it's people who you know quote unquote actually know what they are doing who build teams like that and that's what comes up and until that is resolved the other things just don't work like you don't even put yourself out there to promote for this new position you have sometimes you you want it you'll know you want it you'll write about it in your journals you'll talk about it to yourself in your inner circle but it will never make the light of day right because you're just like i i cannot like i cannot and as we do this i don't want you to brush it off and say no i don't think that i we're really going to do an audit and so the way that looks Think about it. When you think about building a team, when you think about hiring for that next position, and so, for, so maybe you're in private practice and you want to get another doctor on board, or you want to get a, a practice administrator on board, or your coaching company has grown and you're like, now I need a COO, or, you know, like those kinds of positions. When you think about it, what thought comes to mind? A lot of times it's thoughts around... Well, why would somebody with that level of experience want to follow somebody like me? Why would they want to follow me? Like, you know what I mean? You may be thinking they will come and they'll find out I'm not all that and they'll leave. You may be thinking, I can't afford to pay them. (laughs) Like, I can't, I can't afford to, what? No, I can't afford to pay them. You may be thinking there is nobody... Out there to hire, there are no people. And I mean, like, think about it the world has never been more populated than it is right now. So, is that actually a true statement? And you're not looking for 3,000 people, you're looking for one person, two people, five people, 10 people out of 8 billion, right? You may be thinking, you may be thinking, you may be overwhelmed with the thought of maybe somebody who left someone who resigned and on their way out took the time to tell you everything that sucked about you and working with you and you literally spend days thinking about that and thinking about it and you've almost changed the way you see yourself and you see yourself through that lens right it may be what you know like i'm not the kind of person who could hold somebody like that accountable right? And as a leader, you are going to have to hold your team accountable. So when you think about it, you're like, you know, like, how would we do that? How could I tell them what to do? I have a number of um, doctors in the entrepreneur business school who are in private practice and they're younger and, you know, maybe they're a year out, and, but their businesses have grown and they're like, okay, need to hire. And some of the things that come up is, well, this person, maybe this person was in private, owned their own private practice before. How do I correct them? How do I tell them, no, this is the way we do things here. Right. Or, you know, I'm just, you know, three, three years, four years, five years out of residency and this person I'm hiring has more experience than me, or they may not even have more experience. Maybe they're contemporaries, but maybe when they come in, they'll find out I don't really know what I'm doing, right? And things like that. All of those thoughts, they are so crippling because you have the opportunity to put out ads and things like that about this position and you won't. Those thoughts will stop you. You will, you will know people that you can say, hey, this is who I am. This is what our practice is like. This is what my business is like. I would love you to join my team. You would know the people, but you will not have the guts to invite them to come and work on your team. If you do, for some reason, hire them, you will not lead them you will not hold them accountable. You will not have meetings with them. You will not show them areas where they need to improve. You will not hold them to metrics. You won't do anything. You just be unbelievably grateful that, you know, even though you quote unquote suck, they came to work for you. Right. And so I'm really taking the time to explain this because it will stop you in your tracks. Okay. How do I know? a lot about this because that was my reality, right? Like I remember the first time I had to hire a doctor, I almost died. I was like, oh my goodness. Like I thought about the paycheck. I thought about, you know, like what payroll would look like, all of that. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. And, you know, with all with so many other roles that I've had to, to hire for, I'm just like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'll survive this, you know? And you know, I've coached hundreds of physicians, right? And I've seen this over and over and over and over again. So I want us to, I want us to work through that. And, you know, I hope you don't think, oh, this is just woo-woo, just give me the strategy. Like, I really hope you don't think that because if you look, you know, I do a lot of, you know, the, the, the world of sports, there's so many great parallels, right? I guess it's because it's about championships and things like that. So many great parallels between that and successful businesses, when you look at Golfers, right? Some of the best golfers practice positive mental imagery, right? Where they they sit and they close their eyes, and in their mind's eye, they go and go through all the holes and they win the championship, right? Some of them, even while if you watch them, even while they're actively playing. Before they take a swing, they close their eyes. They imagine the ball going into the hole. They open their eyes and then they take the swing. Like literally, like if you watch them, you'll see them do that. Because they have to think about themselves differently and they have to think about their performance differently. They have to be in control of how they think about it, right? So if you think about all the things we've talked about, those are all thoughts that don't serve us in any way. In fact, not only do they not serve us, they're crippling. They're crippling someone who has the capacity to lead a dream team, to build, to recruit and Build a dream team. Now in basketball, I find it fascinating as well. Sometimes they would sit, like they're seated and they would throw free throw after free throw after free throw in their minds before they actually get on the court and practice. They would do three-pointer after three-pointer after three-pointer. They even do it as teams. They just sit down and you know i probably want to backtrack a little bit and say this the biggest problem with any challenge that you've had in your business is not the challenge it is what it makes you think about yourself and your business afterwards if you don't control the way you think if you don't discipline your thoughts right so for instance you had a launch or you had a masterclass you had a webinar and you were hoping for 10 new clients and you got two, you might think, wow, that is so bad. Like I only got 20% of the revenue that I wanted from this launch, but that's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is if you allow that to continue to play and you allow that sit there and you keep thinking about it and you keep imagining it and all of that, not only would you have 20%, you know, like 20% of your goal on that launch, but it affects every other launch. It affects the way you show up, it affects what your expectation is and all, and it just becomes this thing that three, five, 10 years from then, you could still be suffering from the impact, right? But I want you to think about it. If you think about you know, basketball players, they have to play a lot of games and they're gonna lose a good number of games. So what makes them lose a game, still come up with a championship attitude? What makes them lose, you know, three quarters, right? So quarter, the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, they're behind on all three, but they still come out in the fourth quarter and they come out, come out strong and they come out fighting. There is There is a mind battle that you do have to engage and you do have to play, right? And so if we could borrow... What the golfers do, and the basketball player, and so many other high performing people. Like for instance, there are people who kill it on stage. They usually kill it on stage in their minds first, and then they go act it out. When I do events, so we would do two events for the Entree MD Business School. One is the Vision Retreat, which happens in October because that's when we start our year. We start our year in October. And then the second one is the business makeover mastermind, which is more nuts and bolts. And then that happens in April. When I do those events, I attend those events so many times in my mind's eye before we actually have the events. Like right. Like that's that's the way that works. So I'm so th- the thing of, oh, you know, I'm going to stumble on my words. What if this doesn't work? And I don't do that because I've already been there, already did it. So I come out that way. Right. Okay. So if we do that, I want you to run an audit and this is the way the audits will look. One is that you're going to have a meeting with yourself. Okay. You're going to have a meeting with yourself and you're like self, let's, um let's be honest. Right. Because I think one of the worst things we can do is lie to ourselves. Right. Like you're your greatest ally. You have to tell yourself the truth. When you think about building a team, what are those thoughts that come to mind? And you can do it. You can actually do a dump and write them out, like truthfully, because if, you, if you're not truth, it's like someone going to their doctor and lying. Like, who does that benefit? Like, I'm the doctor is there to help you, right? So you want to think, what do I actually think? What do I actually think? Nobody will follow me. I can't hire that kind of person. I can't fire I can't I can't um I can't afford them. Uh they don't exist. Uh why would they want to follow me? I can't lead that person. Like I can't I can't lead them. I can't I can't even share my vision with them. Like the vision of the business because I'm I'm embarrassed by it and and all of these things. Like tell yourself the truth. What do you really think when you think about building a dream team? Now The second thing you're going to do is you're going to practice your own positive mental imagery. Like, what if though, right? Like, I am as deserving as anybody else is. I am, right? And so what if I had the capacity to lead a dream team? What would that look like? And you you may have taken so much time to imagine what the alternative would look like. They won't want to fire. They won't want to follow me. You can actually imagine them putting in their resignation, like, I don't want to work with you. You want to imagine like, oh, we couldn't meet the bills because the payroll just went so high and all of those. Like, you've probably imagined all of those, right? Like, that's an undisciplined imagination. That's, you know, that's the way I look at it for myself. But now you can take control and then you can play it out. What does that look like? Right. So you, you you imagine yourself at those meetings. You imagine your, you, you imagine yourself, you know, putting yourself out there confidently, like, hey, this is who we are. I would really love for you to come work with us. It's a great opportunity because boom, 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 boom. Imagine hiring the person and the you know, doing the onboarding and all of that. The person's grateful to work there. It's a win win situation. They love what they get from working with you. You love what you get because they work with you. So you imagine that. You imagine, you know, the person being bringing so high bringing so much value to your company that they pay for themselves many 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 times over you imagine you know celebrating that person's maybe third work anniversary you know because they stayed and things like that imagine you know them bringing certain skills that you don't have so the areas of the company where you can let go of certain things and you have this team member who's you know who's able to to take care of those things for you you imagine having some difficult conversations. Because remember, as you grow, difficult conversations are not bad. They're just part of what happens. You guys are having conversations about, you know, the metrics, what's that looking like, bonuses they qualify for because of what they did and things like that. You had difficult conversations. You're able to navigate those as a boss, like travel there, hang out there for a while. Sit with that. You've sat with, you've sat with the other stuff, okay? But clearly it's not serving, right? Sit with that. And then even take it a step further you know, maybe then there was another higher capacity person you brought on, right? Like, it's your imagination. So in the Entre-MD Business School, the way we say it is there's no imagination police. Like you can, you can literally imagine that your company at a, at a place where you got a CEO or you got a VP. Imagine yourself, you took a month off because you have this team and your team is just crushing it, right? And things like that. I want to invite you to start changing the way you see yourself so that you can get different results. Because from that place, like you start imagining that from that place, it's easier to say, this is who we are. This is what we're about. Come work with us. It's easier to do the negotiation. It's easier to cast vision. It's easier to, now I'm not saying it's easy, right? Because there's still that nervousness that will go with it, but it's easier. And you, it's almost like, you know, you have the momentum to, to do what it, what it takes to build that team, right? When it's time for difficult conversations, you're like, I've done this many times before in my mind. Yes. But I've done this many times before. This is just one more difficult conversation. Difficult conversations are not bad, right? These just, it just is, it just is what it is. And, um, I want you to think about it. It's just, it, it, it makes everything better, but it is the starting point because there are many people who have everything it takes to start building a team. This is why there is no team. This is why they have a team and they know that it's time to bring in managerial level staff and it just hasn't happened because it's like, I, I, can't, I can't do that, right? And some of you are even at a point where it's time for some executive members of your team and you're just like, I can't do that, I can't, okay? So I want you to do the honest audit. I want you to do the imagination piece. And this, this may be so new for you that you may say, you know what, I'm gonna set an alarm that goes off every day at 8 a.m. And I'm just gonna take you know three minutes and just travel there travel there and sit there for a minute. <laughs> okay? But it's very it's very very important. If you're like, yeah, I don't know, that sounds kind of weird. Remember that the NBA players are doing that. Remember that the professional golfers are doing that. This is something that the ultra successful do. Okay? And I and I really want to I want to leave you with this, right? Do the positive mental I- imagery. Understand sit in the fact that you are worthy. You know, as an entrepreneur, you are worthy of a dream team like you are. <laughs> you 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 really are. Nobody's more deserving than you. Nobody is, period. And then also remember that your dream team already exists. You're not looking to hire a newborn and there are 8 billion people. Your dream team does exist. As long as you think they don't, then you're not going to put yourself out there to get them because it's like they don't exist, Right. So that's what I wanted to leave you with. I really am looking forward to a time when we can grow our capacity and lead bigger teams and do so much more, but not necessarily because we are physically doing so much more, right? We have so much capacity because we have a team and teams where it's a win-win situation your people love working with you you love working with them i like wow like it sets the stage for everything bigger impact bigger revenue more time freedom is just wonderful right so let's embrace all of that and i can't wait to i can't wait to celebrate it this is something that i've been working on And for the last 17 months, I've been on a sabbatical from my my private practice. And I have such an amazing team, an amazing team where in the midst of me not being there, the practice has grown. There's so many things that were dreams that I had from the day I started the practice. And those projects are being implemented and carried out now, right? And so doing that has freed me up to really, do so much work in the practice, even though I'm not there, but so much work with Entree MD and all these other initiatives that we've had coming up. It really amplifies everything, amplifies everything. So embrace it. And I cannot wait to hear what you do with it You know, once you start, share it with me on Instagram or Facebook. Facebook, I'm looking forward to it. Don't forget to share this episode with the doctors in your life. And I'll see you on the next episode of the EntreMD podcast. Hey, if you love listening to the EntreMD podcast, I want to invite you to join EntreMD On Demand.